Hi everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Hey everybody, welcome back to God's Plan, Your Part. Today we are looking at Jeremiah chapter 18 to 22. Uh, We get kind of a potter clay reference that's probably like one of the more popular examples that people will recognize from Jeremiah. People try to attack Jeremiah again, uh, and then we get some messages to Josiah's sons, and they're not great. So (laughs) as we read over Jeremiah, what do you think, Jenny? Um, There's like a lot of conflict of interest in these, um, these chapters, because Jeremiah is trying really hard, and at the beginning of reading Jeremiah, I think I like... I was like, oh my gosh, this is the guy that cries all the time. This is the guy that's sad all the time. He's like the emo prophet. That's what I said. He's got a bad rep. Yeah. So as I'm reading through these, it's actually like quite sad because he seems like there's not really a lot of family for him. He's kind of just like out on this island on his own. And what's unfortunate is that he is like he believes in God. He is like a righteous man trying to do what he is told to do. And ultimately is going to be taken off into exile as well. But like, right? Like he's going to be... He definitely does not die in Jerusalem. We're not exactly sure where he ends up. But yeah, it's not... It it makes me think though, like if there are even some that will be taken away that like, that believe in God or at least have some kind of foundation in that. It's just so interesting. So I feel bad for him because he's making these references like in a way that the Lord is making it really plain to him to be able to describe to the people what this could look like with the potter's clay. Um, He's talking to them about, (laughs) like, you need to shape up or you're going to get shipped out. And he gets beaten up. And he, like, he cries out to God just, like, so pathetically, like, I'm so sorry that (laughs) basically I'm not doing this really great because they're beating the crap out of me. And you're still taking care of me, I guess. But he just seems so sad. And, like, there's all these call-outs to to what the Israelites think is going to happen. If they just ask God to to deliver them from Nebuchadnezzar, then it'll be great. Um, and he's like, no, that's not going to happen because you're not doing what God asked. So it's like, it's kind of like that, that sin situation where you, you beg for mercy even though you're like fully intending on just doing whatever you were doing again anyway. So I guess I'm my heart is going out to, to Jeremiah more so than it was at the beginning. It's not it's not all funny ha-has. The the plan against Jeremiah intensifies in these chapters, there's no doubt. And Jeremiah has this this habit, at least in the book, of kind of declaring things from the Lord, but then also launching in these uh like psalm like passages. Yeah. And so one of the one of my most, I don't know, one of my favorite ones, one of the ones I'm most interested in is, um, this is chapter 20. I might be jumping ahead a little bit, but chapter 20, verse seven, he basically is lamenting the job Mm -hmm. that God has given him. He's very frustrated about it. Um, he curses the day he was born. He curses the man who told his family that he was born. Um, he almost basically curses his mom. So he's, he's, pretty distraught. And all this comes um, after Pasher, who is like a servant of the priest, uh, comes and throws him in the stocks, basically in prison for a day. It's like a bully. But I like (laughs) what he says about God's word. I think it's really interesting. So this is uh, chapter 20, verse 9. 
If I say I will not mention him, talking about God, or speak any more of his name, there is in my heart, as it were, a burning fire shut up in my bones, and I am weary with holding it in, for I cannot. Um, imagine, imagine being so burdened with God's word and God's message for the people around you that it makes your bones weary. You mm-hmm. feel like you're going to burst and you can't imagine not speaking out. Well, I think we can get in situations like that where like popular opinion is not necessarily, well, it's not what God <laughs> wants. Yeah. And so speaking out sometimes against the things that are like very wrong and explicitly wrong is a hard thing to do because people don't want to hear it, especially when you start poking at, like, the people on top. Like, for instance, the king here, he's saying, nope, he's not even going to return to his land. He's going to die in Babylon. Yeah. He's going to get dumped on the side of the road like a donkey does. Yeah. So, like, these are not even, like, easy words to hear because he's, like, he's poking at the stuff that everybody's putting their stock in. So, And then he is, crazy. is put in stock. Correct. (laughs) So poor Jeremiah, he is definitely being persecuted quite a bit. God has already promised that he will be completely protected. Uh, But I think there is something there to learn uh, from what he says about God's word in his heart. Like it is impossible for him to think of a life where he is not proclaiming the word of the Lord, where he is not representing the plans of the Lord. And like you said, Jenny, like keep in mind, this is a land of lying prophets Mm -hmm. and deceitful people. So I think that there there's a challenge there for us today, for sure. Like, are you burdened with the word of the Lord? Um, do you have such a heavy burden for the people around you that you can't hide it in your heart? I know there's plenty of times um, where I have I have an opportunity to share the gospel or share God's love or, you know, even just talk about the Bible or something. And many times I think back on those opportunities and just think like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm one one time I was I went to Lancaster Bible College and I was wearing a t-shirt that said Lancaster Bible College on it. And I was in a hurry because we were going camping. And um, I went into a gas station to get some gas. And the guy at the counter was like, Lancaster Bible College, huh? Do you know a lot about the Bible? I was like, Yeah, kind of. Like I went to school there. And he's like, I have a lot of questions about the Bible. And I was like, Oh, well. I hope you find some answers. I got to go. See you later. I don't know. The conversation was that bad. (laughs) Gee whiz. So it was like a total softball. And if I would have been like Jeremiah, I was not. If I would have been like Jeremiah, it would have been like, oh, my word. Like, my heart is burning for this opportunity. And honestly, like, I, I have thought back on that story many times with regret. And hopefully I do learn from that. Mm-hmm. And it pushes me to be bolder in the future. Well, something else to add to that. So you were talking about just like this burning for sharing God's word and not being afraid of it. I think there's also a steadfastness, too, that we can try to exemplify that Jeremiah shows because he does show his humanity and that he's yeah. like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah. But at the same time, he doesn't he doesn't stop. Yeah, he just good. keeps coming back. So like I think that is a powerful testament, too, because how often is it that we have this burning, but it just slowly fades away and we just forget about it. And then we're just kind of doing life just like any other person. Mm-hmm. So there is another powerful image, and sorry, guys, we did this a little bit backwards. I think we're getting in that habit a little bit. We probably need to break it. But chapter 18 talks about the potter and the clay. Yeah, way back at the beginning of the reading, (laughs) um, where God tells Jeremiah to go down to the potter's house, and Jeremiah just watches this potter making clay, whatever, pots. He makes a vessel. It makes a vessel. 
and decides to rework it into something else. This is this is more your area of prestige Oh man, I love mine. I love all things pottery. I think it is so fascinating, so fun. But the idea is that you're like you're creating something from nothing and if I mean on a wheel, a potter's wheel, if you decide like halfway through that eh, this doesn't look so great, you can actually like form it or or change it in such a way that it like drastically changes the entire appearance or even, I guess, function of the actual vessel itself. So the idea here is that the Lord is saying, hey, I can do, this is from 18 verse 5, I can do with, or sorry, I'm reading it wrong. Oh, house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter has done, declares the Lord. Behold, like the clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. I think that is so crazy. Like, God's not saying you're you're so messed up I'm never going to touch you again. It's more like you're you really messed up and I'm going to try to form you. I I will form you into something better or different. Yeah, and oh, I mean, we see this actively happening. He's he's talking about this in the context of the entire nation of Israel, people that were called by God's name to be his representation in the world. And he's saying, "Hey, like a like a potter, uh, I see the the flaws here. I see the problems here, and I'm going to remake this vessel completely. But isn't that kind of cool though, too? Because it it definitely foreshadows what Jesus will do, and the same imagery and mentality that we have with becoming a new creation. And I think that is true of our lives today, as we live out our lives every single day. Like the Lord is very involved in our lives, and He is the foundation of our lives. If you want to live a strong life, you live a life based on the the words of Christ, the teachings of Christ, and God is molding and making us over and over. Like we, we get disciplined from time to time. Like the Lord puts difficult things in our path when we don't obey him. And that isn't something to run away from. That's something to realize like God is kind of taking this weird edge off or making this crooked line straight. And he's making us into this vessel that will bring him honor and bring him glory and ultimately, it's for our good. So for your part today, if we're thinking back to Jeremiah and remembering just his passion for serving the Lord, as well as his steadfastness to his call on his life, I want you to just think today about your own calling uh, that the Lord has put in your heart and your life. Uh, remember it. Ask him to reveal it to you if you're still feeling like really uncertain of what it might be um, and that he will guide and direct you in ways that you can't even ask or imagine um, and that you will be steadfast to the call that he has put specifically on your life. So thanks for joining us today again, Jeremiah. We'll be back with more Jeremiah tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing, uh, if you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review, we'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word and your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. Jeremiah chapter 18, the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Arise, and go down to the potter's house, and there I will let you hear my words. So I went down to the potter's house, and there he was looking at his wheel. And the vessel he was making of clay was spoiled in the potter's hand, and he reworked it into another vessel, as it seemed good for the potter to do. Then the word of the Lord came to me, O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter has done, declares the Lord. Behold, like the clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. 
If at any time I declare concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will pluck it up and break it down and destroy it, and if that nation concerning which I have spoken turns from its evil, I will relent of the disaster that I intended to do to it. And if at any time I declare concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will build and plant it, and if it does evil in my sight, not listening to my voice, then I will relent of the good that I intended to do to it. Now therefore, say to the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, Thus says the Lord, Behold, I am shaping disaster against you and devising a plan against you. Return every one from his evil way and amend your ways and your deeds. But they say, That is in vain. We will follow our own plans, and we will every one act according to the stubbornness of his evil heart. Therefore thus says the Lord, Ask among the nations, Who has heard like this? The virgin Israel has done a very horrible thing. Does the snow of Lebanon leave the crags of Syrian? Do the mountain waters run dry? The cold flowing streams? But my people have forgotten me. They make offerings to a false god, and they stumble in their ways in the ancient roads and walk into the side roads and not the highway, making their land a horror, a thing to be hissed at forever. Everyone who passes by it is horrified and shakes his head. Like the east wind, I will scatter them before the enemy. I will show them my back, not my face, in their day of calamity. Then they said, Come, let us make plots against Jeremiah, for the law shall not perish from the priests, nor the counsel from the wise, nor the word from the prophet. Come, let us strike him with the tongue, and let us pay attention to any of his words. Hear me, O Lord, and listen to the voice of my adversaries. Should good be repaid with evil? Yet they have dug a pit for my life. Remember how I stood before you to speak good for them, to turn away your wrath from them. Therefore deliver up the children to famine, give them over to the power of the sword. Let their wives become childless and widowed. May their men meet death by pestilence, their youths be struck down by the sword in battle. May a cry be heard from their houses, when you bring the plunder suddenly upon them. For they have dug a pit to take me, and laid snares for my feet. Yet you, O Lord, know all their plotting to kill me. Forgive not their iniquity, nor blot out their sin from your sight. Let them be overthrown before you. Deal with them in the time of your anger. Chapter 19 Thus says the Lord, Go buy a potter's earthenware flask, and take some of the elders of the people and some of the elders of the priests, and go out to the valley of the son of Hinnom at the entry of the potsherd gate, and proclaim the words that I tell you. You shall say, Hear the word of the Lord. O kings of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I am bringing such disaster upon this place that the ears of everyone who hears it will tingle, because the people have forsaken me and have profaned this place by making offerings in it to other gods whom neither they nor their fathers nor the kings of Judah have known, and because they have filled this place with the blood of innocence, and have built high places of Baal to burn their sons, and as fire burnt offerings to Baal, which I did not command or decree, nor did it come to my mind. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when this place shall no more be called Topheth, or the valley of the son of Hinnom, but the valley of slaughter. And in this place I will make void their plans of Judah and Jerusalem, and will cause their people to fall by the sword before their enemies, and by the hand of those who seek their life. I will give their dead bodies for food to the birds of the air and the beasts of the earth, and I will make this city a horror, a thing to be hissed at, Everyone who passes by it will be horrified and will hiss because of all the wounds. And I will make them eat the flesh of their sons and their daughters, and everyone shall eat the flesh of his neighbor. In the siege and in the distress, 
with which their enemies and those who seek their life afflict them. Then you shall break the flask in the sight of the men who go with you, and shall say to them, Thus says the Lord of hosts, So will I break this people in this city as one breaks a potter's vessel, so that it can never be mended. Men shall bury in Topheth, because there will be no place else to bury. Thus will I do this place, declares the Lord, and to its inhabitants, making this city like Topheth. The houses of Jerusalem and the houses of the kings of Judah, all the houses on whose roofs offerings have been offered to all the hosts of heaven, and drink offerings have been poured out to other gods, shall be defiled like the place in Topheth. Then Jeremiah came from Topheth, where the Lord had sent him to prophesy, and he stood in the court of the Lord's house and said to all the people, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I am bringing upon this city and upon all its towns all the disasters that I have pronounced against it, because they have stiffened their neck, refusing to hear my words. Chapter 20 Now Pasher, the priest, the son of Immer, who was the chief officer in the house of the Lord, heard Jeremiah prophesying these things. Then Pasher beat Jeremiah, the prophet, and put him in the stocks that were in the upper Benjamin gate of the house of the Lord. The next day, when Pasher released Jeremiah from the stocks, Jeremiah said to him, The Lord does not call your name Pasher, but terror on every side. For thus says the Lord, Behold, I will make you a terror to yourself and to all your friends. They shall fall by the sword of their enemies while you look on. And I will give all Judah into the hand of the king of Babylon. He shall carry them captive to Babylon, and shall strike them down with the sword. Moreover, I will give the wealth of the city, all its gains, all its prized belongings, and all the treasures of the kings of Judah, into the hand of their enemies, who shall plunder them, and seize them, and carry them to Babylon. And you, Pasher, and all who dwell in your house shall go into captivity. To Babylon you shall go, and there you shall die, and there you shall be buried, and all your friends, to whom you have prophesied falsely. O Lord, you have deceived me, and I was deceived. You are stronger than I, and you have prevailed. I have become a laughingstock all the day. Everyone mocks me. For whenever I speak, I cry out. I shout violence and destruction. For the word of the Lord has become for me a reproach and derision all day long. If I say I will not mention him, or speak any more in his name, there is in my heart as if it were a burning fire shut up in my bones. And I am weary with holding it in, and I cannot. For I hear many whispering, terror is on every side. Denounce him, let us denounce him. Say all my close friends watching for my fall. Perhaps he will be deceived. Then we can overcome him and take our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me as a dread warrior. Therefore my persecutors will stumble, and they will not overcome me. They will be greatly shamed, for they will not succeed. Their eternal dishonor will never be forgotten. O Lord of hosts, who tests the righteous, who sees the heart and the mind, let me see your vengeance upon them, for to you I have committed my cause. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has delivered the life of the needy from the hand of evildoers. Cursed be the day on which I was born, the day when my mother bore me. Let it not be blessed. Cursed be the man who brought the news to my father, a son is born to you, making him very glad. Let that man be like the cities that the Lord overthrew without pity. Let him hear a cry in the morning and an alarm at noon, because he did not kill me in the womb. So my mother would have been grave. Why did I come out of the womb to see toil and sorrow and spend my days in shame? Chapter 21 This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, when King Zedekiah sent to him Pasher the son of Malchiah, and Zephaniah the priest the son of Masiah, saying, Inquire of the Lord for us. 
for Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, is making war against us. Perhaps the Lord will deal with us according to all his wonderful deeds and will make him withdraw from us. Then Jeremiah said to them, Thus you shall say to Zedekiah, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Behold, I will turn back the weapons of war that are in your hands, and with which you are fighting against the king of Babylon and against the Chaldeans who are besieging you outside the walls. And I will bring them together into the midst of this city. I myself will fight against you with outstretched hand and strong arm, in anger and in fury and in great wrath. And I will strike down the inhabitants of this city, both man and beast. They shall die of a great pestilence. Afterward, declares the Lord, I will give Zedekiah the king of Judah and his servants and the people in this city who survived the pestilence, sword and famine, into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon and into the hand of their enemies, into the hand of those who seek their lives. He shall strike them down from the edge of the sword. He shall not pity them or spare them or have compassion. And to this people you shall say, Thus says the Lord, Behold, I set before you the way of life and the way of death. He who stays in this city shall die by the sword, by famine and by pestilence. But he who goes out and surrenders to the Chaldeans who are besieging you shall live and shall have life and as a prize of war. For I have set my face against this city for harm and not for good, declares the Lord. It shall be given into the hand of the king of Babylon, and he shall burn it with fire. And to the house of the king of Judah say, Hear the word of the Lord, O house of David. Thus says the Lord, Execute justice in the morning. And deliver from the hand of the oppressor him who has been robbed. Lest my wrath go forth like fire and burn with none to quench it because of your evil deeds. Behold, I am against you, O inhabitant of the valley, O rock of the plain, declares the Lord. You who say, Who shall come down against us, or who shall enter our habitations? I will punish you according to the fruit of your deeds, declares the Lord. I will kindle a fire in her forest, and I shall devour all that is around her. Chapter 22. Thus says the Lord, Go down to the house of the king of Judah and speak there this word and say, Hear the word of the Lord, O king of Judah, who sits on the throne of David, you and your servants and your people who enter these gates. Thus says the Lord, Do justice and righteousness, and deliver from the hand of the oppressor him who has been robbed, and do no wrong or violence to the resident alien, the father and the widow, nor shed innocent blood in this place. For if you will indeed obey this word, then there shall enter the gates of the house of the kings who sit on the throne of David, riding in chariots and on horses, they and their servants and their people. But if you will not obey these words, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that this house shall become a desolation. For thus says the Lord concerning the house of the king of Judah. You are like Gilead to me, like the summit of Lebanon, yet surely I will make you a desert, an uninhabited city. I will prepare destroyers against you, each with his weapons, and they shall cut down your choicest cedars and shall cast them into the fire. And many nations will pass by this city, and every man will say to his neighbor, Why has the Lord dealt thus with this great city? And they will answer, Because they have forsaken the covenant of the Lord their God and worshipped other gods and served them. Weep not for him who is dead, nor grieve for him, but weep bitterly for him who goes away, for he shall return no more and to see his native land. For thus says the Lord concerning Shalom the son of Josiah, the king of Judah, who reigned instead of Josiah his father, and who went away from this place. He shall return here no more, but in the place where there they have carried him captive, there shall he die, and he shall never see this land again. Woe to him who builds his house by unrighteousness, 
and his upper rooms by injustice, who makes his neighbors serve him for nothing and does not give him wages, who says, I will build myself a great house with spacious upper rooms, who cuts out windows for it, paneling it with cedar and painting it with vermilion. Do you think you are a king because you compete in cedar? Did not your father eat and drink and do justice and righteousness? Then it was well with him. He judged the cause of the poor and the needy, then it was well. Is not this to know me, declares the Lord? But you have eyes and heart only for your dishonest gain, for shedding innocent blood, for practicing oppression and violence. Therefore, thus says the Lord concerning Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, the king of Judah, they shall not lament for him, saying, Ah, my brother, or Ah, my sister. They shall not lament for him, saying, Ah, Lord, or Ah, his majesty. With the burial of a donkey he shall be buried, dragged and dumped beyond the gates of Jerusalem. Go up to Lebanon and cry out, and lift up your voice in Bashan. Cry out from Arbarium, for all your lovers are destroyed. I spoke to you in your prosperity, but you said, I will not listen. This has been your way from your youth, that you have not obeyed my voice. The wind shall shepherd all your shepherds, and your lovers shall go into captivity. Then you will be ashamed and confounded because of all your evil. O inhabitant of Lebanon, nested among the cedars, how will you be pitied when pangs come upon you, pain as a woman in labor? As I live, declares the Lord, though Kaniah the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, were the signet ring on my right hand, yet I would tear you off and give you into the hand of those who seek your life, into the hand of those whom you are afraid, even in the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and into the hand of the Chaldeans. I will hurl you and the mother who bore you into another country, where you were not born, and where you shall die. But to the land to which they long to return, there they shall not return. Is this man, Kaniah, a despised broken pot, a vessel that no one cares for? Why are he and his children hurled and cast into a land that they do not know? O land, 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 hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, write this man down as childless, a man who shall not succeed in his days, for none of his offspring shall succeed in sitting on the throne of David and ruling again in Judah. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.